are you a mom who is working a nine-to-five job having the side hustle or a full-time business and perhaps you're going through a lot of stress this is something that many mothers face on a daily basis and no one would tell you relax we'll take things over we would sort things out we'll give you time off work and pay you anyway you need to figure all these things out these are the realities of working mothers all over the world I am Dr. Duni. I am the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. In this space, I will be sharing the realities of motherhood, and I will also be sharing practical ways, tools, strategies that you can use as a mother to enhance your well-being on a daily basis. So if you've not already Click below, subscribe, and stay tuned. Share this so that other people get to know that there are ways by which you can optimize your well-being as a mother. Today, I will be talking with you about the stresses of the working mother and what you can do on a consistent basis to ensure that this is not something that causes a breakdown in your health and well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. When I introduced myself, I told you a few things about the roles that I am involved in. And the reason why I did that is this show is not about me. It's about you. You know what roles you are involved in. My number one role is that of a mother. I love being a mother. I love having time for my children, playing with them, teaching them how things go. But there are some times that I do not have the time. I do not have the energy. I do not have the mental space to actually get in there and have those wonderful times with them. But this is something that we can always tackle as mothers, especially as working mothers. When I was in the, a few years ago, working full-time as a medical doctor and going through a period of grief because my father had just died and had these beautiful children, both under the age of five, toddling along, and I was having to pay the bills and do all things for myself and my children. I felt that big toll, like a big load upon me. And that was a load that could have crushed me. But I'm so thankful for the ability, that wake-up call, which came from my children, to say, time to snap yourself out of this state, into a state of realization, into a state of possibility, and into a state of hope. And that is what I want to infuse into you today. I want to infuse into you the hope, the realization, of who you can be and that your health does not have to suffer. I remember when I was um, younger, we used to watch these TV programs. It's like a circus where you would see people jumping on trampolines, going down tunnels. You would have people juggling. I particularly was very interested in the jugglers because with the jugglers, you had so many balls in the air. And you wondered how they kept everything up. And then you have some people that actually had some extra skills and 
as they juggled, they were riding a unicycle. That is how a mother is. A working mother is on a unicycle, riding, pedaling, trying nonstop to keep moving. However, she is juggling balls. Now, to make matters even more complicated, the balls that we as mothers juggle are a mix of rubber balls and glass balls. And so we have this innate belief that we have to keep all the balls juggling. All the balls need to be in the air. And that takes a toll on our well-being. The reason why I gave you this analogy is when we look at our lives, we feel like we're on a hamster wheel. And that's exactly how I felt. Because the moment I was able to get my realization of, okay, I've got lots to do, but there is a way out. I felt as though someone picked me up, took me off the unicycle, pumped up the tire, put me back on it, but also put a mechanism inside that unicycle where with every push, it's optimized to revolve itself. And also, I was able to recognize that with all the balls I was juggling, I was allowed to let some balls fall. The only caveat there is, do not drop the glass balls. So today, let's just get into it. What do we do to recognize that we are getting to that point where we are feeling so stressed, we are getting so exhausted, and we cannot focus? These come in different ways. Why? Because you have got physical exhaustion, so you feel tired all the time. You feel body aches. If someone asks you, how are you feeling? You go, oh, I don't know. Because you can't even process the words to describe how you feel. The second way is you're feeling the sense of loss. It's almost like the emotional feelings come as a sense of loss a sense of fear, a sense of guilt, and sometimes some hint of anger, especially if you feel maybe there is a spouse or a friend or a neighbor or someone that should be helping you and the person is not. You might have some sense of anger. Sometimes people who are in that state, a single working mother might have some anger or resentment at maybe the ex-partner or the situation that led to that single state. And that is something that it's normal to have. If you feel that way, I want you to realize that it's normal for you to feel that way, but you do not have to stay that way. Now, the other bits are the mental fatigue. That is manifested in brain fog, forgetfulness, mixing things up, unable to form your words, unable to describe things accurately, probably getting some figures wrong. So all these things, including the inability to concentrate, are things that actually deplete your energy and manifest as all these presentations. Now, I say this because... When I see my patients as a family doctor, my opening question is, how may I help today? 
Because I want them to tell me what is going on in their life, what is happening to them, what is the main reason they have come to see me in my clinic. And when they start to talk, sometimes they tell me the way they feel, like, oh, I feel so tired and I don't know why. My role, my job as a family doctor is to listen to what they're telling me and reach a diagnosis. After several questions and perhaps examining them, I can tell them it seems that all these symptoms you're having is caused by this particular factor. And these are some things we can do to help. So I am running a virtual clinic for you today. Now, of course, this is not a one-to-one. I do not know your family or personal or medical history. So it's more generalized advice, okay? If at all you're feeling that tired all the time, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like you cannot cope, I would suggest you meet a professional because you might have certain things that are reversible that would require maybe some further investigations. I am just talking from a medical point because there are a few things going through my head that could potentially cause you to feel that way. Okay, so back to the topic. So one thing you need to do when you are feeling this overwhelm, you're juggling all these balls, is the first thing, give yourself permission to let the balls fall. Give yourself permission to let some of the balls fall. The reason why I say some of the balls is because the balls you should allow to fall are the rubber balls, not the glass balls. But even if perhaps you drop a glass ball, remember that it's not the end of the world. Things can be put in place to repair the damage. But we're not going to go into that because that's a whole discussion for another day. So what are those rubber balls? There are certain things that you do on a daily basis that can have a cascading effect to cause detrimental manifestations in your life, in your family, in your job, in your career, in your business. But then there are some other things that if you don't do them, maybe it will upset somebody, maybe it would make someone feel unhappy, Those kind of things are the rubber balls. The things that perhaps would not affect you adversely are the rubber balls. The things that are dependent on other people's expectations are those rubber balls. You can allow them to drop. Someone asks, oh, can you bring the cake to the parents' evening? If you cannot bring the cake to the parents' evening or the PTA um, summer fair, That's a ball that can drop. And all you just need to do is, I can't make this happen. Can someone else take that ball? Because if you were not there, that ball will be taken up by somebody and will be sorted out. So those are some rubber balls that you can drop. The second thing you need to do, because you're a working mother, is that you need to know that Recognition of where you are at every given point is key. What do I mean by that? Most of the time as working mothers, we are sat down in our space. If we are at work, we're thinking about, so when I pick the kids and then I do this and then I do that, and then you're going like 100 miles an hour, picturing and deciding on what you're going to do then. So you're not present in the now. 
Now, this is one thing that I particularly found very, very difficult. But I did a practice that really helped me to ground myself, to center myself and to create that this is my now moment. If I was at work doing a task for, say, an hour, I gave myself a five-minute focus period. Now, you might say five minutes is too small. You have an hour to do your job and you're taking five minutes. You need to start small. When I started, I started with two minutes and then it now grew to five minutes. And five minutes became more like a norm to me. So if I'm in a new environment, in a new role, doing a new task, I will take five minutes. And that five minutes is within this five minutes, I am here now. I am noticing my computer. I am noticing the papers. I am noticing the air on my face. I am noticing how I'm feeling in myself. The reason why you do that is you feel grounded in that space at that time. You're not thinking about what's happening in the next few minutes. You're not thinking of what's happened five minutes ago. You're thinking about now. What that does for you is it physically, it helps your brain to kind of resist multitasking, which really kind of can be a myth. So you're juggling, your brain is juggling so many thoughts and that is a strain to your brain. And when you think about focusing on that, not only is your brain focused, your mind has a way of being in that moment. Now, those five minutes is just for you to focus on what you're doing and breathe. What that does for you is you're getting more oxygen into your system, into your body. And by getting more oxygen into your body, the oxygen is made more available to the thinking part of your brain, the problem-solving part of your brain, which is going to make things work smoothly for you. Not only that, emotionally, what that breathing deeply and slowly does for you is that it calms your nervous system and it also makes you feel that sense of love, that sense of calm, that sense of serenity. So you see, simple habits like that, simple acts like that can make a huge difference. So try that today. Try it for a few minutes. It could be two minutes. It could be five minutes. If you can manage five minutes, that's awesome. If you can make it longer, that's great. So as you breathe, you can be reading your book. As you breathe, you could be typing. As you do this, it helps you to understand what you're doing and to appreciate what you're doing. And when you do that, you feel that calm through your day as a mom. Now, the third thing I'd like to share with you, and before I share that, I'm just going to ask you to share this because it's something that mothers need to hear. Mothers need to know how to hack their day. They need to know how to manage stress. They need to know how to optimize their well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. So subscribe. Download this episode, share it with your friends and family, share it on your social media so that people get to know how to empower themselves on a consistent basis. Now, the third thing is you need to recognize that you're not alone. 
You need to recognize that you do not have to do it all. What happens with that is that we've got this myth in our head. And of course, social media, the mainstream media, family structures, um, the, the probably certain cultures feel the mother does one, two, three, four, five, ten, one thousand. And it's just you that does that and expects you to do it. So here we are. We're going to talk about how you can ensure that you're not doing it all. By ensuring you're not doing it all, you, there are a few things you can do. One, you need to leverage your time. Two, you need to leverage your people around you. Okay. And three, leverage your resources, your money. Now, as a working mother, you might have access to more resources than a mother who is not working. Now, this is not a concept set in stone because there are certain times when people are working and they're not getting the remuneration for what they are working about. Now, also, that, that gives me another topic, which is the pay system for men and women. Hmm. Different kettle of fish. So working mothers have access to more funds. They have access to people around them. Well, not necessarily people who can help, but sometimes the network you would have is a bit wider than if you were staying at home and probably not interacting as much with people. And the very important thing is time. Okay. Now, remember that you have got 24 hours in a day. Everybody has got 24 hours in a day. There are certain things that are more important than others. There are certain things that you get to do. Now, I don't say you have to do, you get to do. So that's the appreciation part. And when you think about those things you get to do, you get to sleep, very important, because you need to refuel before you can move forward. You also get to take care of your children. I mean, that is amazing. And of course, you get to take care of you. You can't pour from an empty cup. So taking a few moments every day just for you, it can start with you waking up earlier and that's how you can leverage your time. Wake up earlier, go to bed earlier if you need to so that you can wake up earlier. What happens is the early morning waking up time, that is a golden period that actually optimizes your well-being and helps you to get focused work done, especially for those or mompreneurs like me those are sometimes where you have the inspiration. Now, I hear some people saying, oh, but I'm not a morning person. That is something we can discuss, okay? Now, the next thing is leveraging people around you. You have got family, friends, neighbors, um, or perhaps you've got colleagues. And sometimes you can even leverage strangers. People are naturally, when I'm saying this, people are naturally nice, Certain circumstances make them mean, nasty, or perhaps just difficult. But when you understand people and know that it's okay for you to ask for help, it does help a great deal. But if you're thinking, oh, that person doesn't smile men more off, much often, so, oh my goodness, I'm not going to ask them anything, they'll say no. You can't assume. Ask. Ask and you shall receive. So when you ask, there'll be someone there that will say, oh yeah, sure, I can do that. So ask people, do you need someone to watch your kids while you're doing something? Do you need someone to help with certain tasks? Do you need to tell your spouse to pick up the children so that you don't have to rush from work and wash 
back home and rush and do. Do you need to ask your family to say, children, it's time for you to hit the cereal box <laughs> today or it's time for a takeout because mommy's not going to come home and cook. What is that thing you need to ask help for? Who are the people you can ask to do things for you? Okay. Now, the third one is leveraging your money. Leveraging money, because of course, as working mothers, you probably have more access to money than those who are not working. So you can pay for services. You can pay for convenience. You can pay for a way of making your life easier. So think about this as you go through your day, because these are ways by which you can optimize your well-being, reduce your stress levels, and ensure that your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit is optimized on a consistent basis. And in addition to that, for if you're enjoying this content, don't forget to subscribe and let me know what your thoughts are. Now, I also want to invite you to be a part of a workshop. Now, this is um, a package whereby we talk about ways to boost your energy as a working mother. I'm going to put the link down below. It is www.supermomwellbeing.com forward slash working mothers. Click on the link and you'll be able to get access to it. I'll put it in the description of this show and you will be able to have access to it. Share that link with your friends, your family, so that they can also learn about this and optimize their well-being. These are ways by which we, as working mothers, can actually do all we do and feel well in ourselves because when mom is sick, everybody else feels it, okay? So I am Dr. Duni. I am the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Super Mom. Go ahead, subscribe. Don't forget to click on the link. I look forward to hearing your thoughts about this episode and about the workshop when you attend.